COVID and the Omicron has a world turned upside down. If you're waiting on your NFL fantasy football playoffs to take shape, good luck. And the NBA's wrecked and all kinds of nonsense. But hey, it's almost Christmas, so there's that to look forward to. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome back once again to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with Mr. Brown and Canadian Biggie, who paused a little bit to introduce himself, but we're glad to have everybody listening. You're probably listening to this episode on Christmas Eve or maybe Christmas because your family's just driving you crazy, but it's the 23rd for us tonight. We're watching a little Thursday night football and just to get everybody up to speed. You know, we do picks, right? We do picks every week. Is that is that a fair statement? Every Thursday, lock us in. Lock us in, right? So just so people don't think we're taking advantage of the rules, we've already posted on social media and locked in that Mr. Brown, you and I are taking the Niners to cover tonight, but Biggie. The fighting Mike Vrabels, baby. Why? Because they're fighting Mike Vrabels. Because AJ Brown's back. Um I love Tennessee at home in this game on a short week. I don't think they'll win, but it's three and a half. That half point hook gave me the cover. All right. So yeah, the the one anomaly with this game tonight is I believe uh, no team has COVID. Neither team has COVID. Correct. That's impressive. So how did you feel about some uh, Tuesday night football this past week? It was uh, a little weird because unless you had Sunday ticket or a really – awesome streaming service you only got one of the two <laughs> i didn't games. know that was the case that yeah. they only showed one game to everybody mm. um i think tuesday night football could become a thing in the next collective bargaining agreement like the the games weren't like marquee games but i'd love to know like what the tv ratings were like who's watching those we'll get ready because there's rumor it might happen again <laughs> it's probably going to happen the rest the, of the, the season. The rumors least. are that the Chiefs might be moved again to Tuesday. Uh, well, I thought uh, somebody was taking the helicopter of the COVID vaccine and just dumping it all over Mahomes. The Lysol, we, yeah. Lysol. Yeah. Well, we had like a 10-day period here. I saw this thing on uh, Facebook where you have NFL football every day of the week except for one. Yeah. Or no, ex- you had Every day but church night? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I mean, the – during the regular season, you don't want to interfere with college. There's not enough market share but for you know, everything. And then, do you want to be a, a dick and just take over Friday nights when high school's going on? That's the thing I think they won't touch because this used to be bowl season, and now what's it become? Saturday games in the NFL, right? Pretty they out. went to that towards the end of the yeah, year. As soon as the regular ago. season wraps up, they're like, nope, Saturday's ours, bitches. Look out. I swear, I think the only sacred night for football, as far as the NFL is concerned, is Friday night. Friday night lights, that's for the high school kids. That's the only for one they now. don't touch. <laughs> I think you're underestimating uh, yeah, the NFL well, what's right that now. Mean? The power of the almighty dollar. You know what they say, right? <laughs> FM kids. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Brown. That's exactly where I was going. So so the, uh, the, the Tuesday night thing is a result of COVID, but – uh, things are not getting better for some teams out there, and they're, they're some big names. Yeah. So before we get into the disruption, there did you did you see the Cole Beasley who is proudly unvaccinated? Did you see his statements? I have not. I saw what he came out with kind of at the beginning of the year, but I haven't followed here lately. All right. So re- re- recently, have you seen it, Mr. Brown? All right. I'm so I'm, I'm paraphrasing. So please don't hold a gun to my head on the accuracy of these statements, but. He essentially went on a tangent about how the protocols are screwing everything up because somebody like him, and he tested positive for COVID, so he's out. Well, he gets tested on a more than regular basis because he's not vaccinated. The vaccinated players don't get tested at all. So even if they are sick, they're not saying anything just because they don't have to get tested because they're vaccinated. And now you got all like so you're telling me Eckler, Cook, and all these players aren't vaccinated. I don't know who is and isn't, but I, I'm what I'm saying is as far as the testing protocols go, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to unless you go up to like your your medical team or the coaches and like I think I'm sick. Oh, so if they say I'm sick, then they would still go get tested. But if, if but they could be sick as a dog, right? But if you don't not, say anything, don't say anything. It's yeah. kind of like the. You know, we learned a lot about concussions. Let's just apply the right. same mentality to uh, right. this. Well, the perfect example of that's Austin Eckler. I'm on my fantasy team. On Monday, he got marked COVID. 
Then they took it off of him and they marked him questionable. And for two days, it was, did he have a false positive? What's the deal? Now on Wednesday night, they went back to, he's officially, you know, COVID positive. That same type of setup, just like with the concussions. Right. There was uh, something that may or may not have happened. He may or may not have tested positive. Let's see how long we can play this out before we have to put him on the reserve list. I mean, it's a nightmare for like, we're in our fantasy playoffs right now. And like last week. Like if you you remember seeing my bench last week, like it was like everybody was COVID. Like yeah. I, I was like, I got enough to fill a starting lineup. But that's it, man. There ain't no room for error here. You didn't have to worry about having a guy on your bench with a lot of points. There were no decisions to be made. Yeah. It was just just play these guys. That's what you got. But uh, now you know this is going to continue to go, and then you know our. But they're not going to cancel games no matter what, though, right? No, I was move. At this point, you can't cancel. Right. But isn't that the whole thing was like if, if COVID happened, we'll just forfeit games if your team's out of control? Yeah. During the summer, Goodell had said uh, games will be won't be postponed. They'll be canceled. Get the shot. Now, we're not everybody got the shot. They don't want to penalize the vaccinated players. So they're willing to postpone because I saw something from uh, Demore Smith where if the game is canceled, the players don't get paid. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so the players are going to play. That was the big push in the uh, Washington-Philadelphia game. If that game had gotten canceled, the players didn't get paid, is what I was told. All right, what about the the players and, and personnel upset that the Browns got their game pushed when, uh, you know, I, who did they play this past week? They played um, Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. The Raiders were like crying wolf on them. You know, they're like, it's only because their center is the head of the Players Association. Yep. and. You know, he, he's using that power to, to so he could play. And I, I don't know. I don't know if I buy all that. But, like, who's making these decisions and when do they decide to move the games? That would be nice to know. You would think, as transparent as the NFL is, <laughs> this would all be clear to us. Yeah. Well. Clear know, as blood, baby. You got to be a made man to know that information. The, uh, the NBA, on the other hand, you know, that's looking like a complete shit show right now. Well, you know, like we were just talking about, off air, the – NBA opening day happened, you know, five weeks ago, six weeks ago. But really, Christmas Day is their big day. Basketball from noon until one in the morning. That's all their big games. Marquee matchups. Yeah, whoever was in the finals the year before, that kind of thing. The way it's looking right now, the five games scheduled, we might get three of them. Mm. And if we get three of them, you got a team like the Nets where – they have to sign guys off of G League and on 10-day contracts. There's no Kyrie. There's no well, Kevin Wait, wait. I thought they activated Kyrie for uh, road games. Well, they, they did, did. And they went in the protocol. Oh, yeah. that's right. Damn unvaccinated. So now I get to put him on my IL spot. <laughs> that's so great. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> hey, no, but for real, did anybody see the Joe Johnson's back in the NBA? I did not. I saw Joe. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Damn. He's it, back with the Celtics. Is this uh, just the short term thing? Ten day contract, but he uh, made his only shot. I hope he. I hope he plays himself into a a remainder of the year contract, dude. He's a scorer. They put the O one uh, versus twenty twenty one, and he, the dude don't age. Wait, wait. Now, now he's going to be ineligible for the uh, TBT because you can't be an NBA player and play in the basketball tournament. Correct. So. And they keep winning it, so now maybe they won't because yeah. he's not there. Yeah. There we go. He's back, though. How selfish of him to short his other players on the TBT. And you got a uh, – what's his <laughs> name? Uh, what's Stevenson, the LeBron menace? Oh, Deshaun uh, Stevenson? Yeah. yeah. No. No, not Deshaun. Oh, I was going to say, wow. The guy Lance? That, Lance, I believe. Okay. Oh, yeah, for the Pacers. Yeah, he used yeah. to blow in LeBron's ear. The Hawks yeah. just signed him today. To a 10-day contract because that's mm. where everybody's just like you can't tell me so is that where we're at though that you can't say any of these d league g league players whatever they're called now is not as good as these grizzled veterans has been out of the league for four years I, I don't know <laughs> i don't know if there's rules about like um, how they get called up or if it's anything like the way baseball works i don't think it on is top of that taco fall got his first start in ever for the Cavs last night he's on the Cavs. yeah the 19 and 12 Cavs. How do you do? 10 rebounds. 10 rebounds? Four points. Did you pick him up on your fantasy team? I did not. No. That was, that was a miss then. Yep. I know. I'm sure his field goal percentage is super high. Then I, I hate to keep blabbering about NBA, but then the rumor about uh, somebody dropped a tweet. I think it was Kendrick Perkins dropped a tweet now that 
hey, LeBron, now that your Lakers are going nowhere fast, how about you go back to your Cleveland Cavaliers and <laughs> demand a trade back to them because they're 19 and 12 in the East? Yeah, Caleb's balling out lately. So that's the uh, that's the play to make if you're LeBron. Yeah. I mean, go ahead and come back to the city twice to bring a title. Dude, that Lakers team looks like the dog shit we knew it would before the season started. Well, you know, I I, I get it. And I, I, I was under the impression we'll make a decision on how good they really might be come Christmas. And here we are. And yeah, it's bad. It's like no one can make a jumper. Picking up Westbrook <laughs> was like putting the square peg in the round hole. Dude, he's so AD. Bad. Doesn't want to play. Like, AD is that guy. He's out for a month now. Well, make it two he, months. He you know he'll be out longer. He just tweaked his vagina. Yep. <laughs> it's a, it's a he tough was train. trying too hard to yeah. shake the sand out of it and he hurt himself. He had a little tickle in his taint. Yeah. <laughs> out for a month. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, I can't say I'm surprised. It is what it is. But uh, you know, let's let's keep on NBA for a second. You guys, um, you know, we had we had a little fun last week talking about uh, NFL owners, and we're not talking about NBA owners. That's too damn hard. But I just wanted to kind of quiz your your knowledge here, and the, the question is going to be if you know who the top five and the bottom five winningest and losingest programs. Uh, in history are. So we're not going by like total wins and losses. We're just going by winning percentage. Correct. For the NBA. For the NBA. So I want to see if you can name the bottom five. So I want you both to go. So Biggie. Minnesota would be one. Okay. Don't hesitate too much. Oh, okay. I love Come on. How are we doing? Just just, You can give me five too. Just do whatever. We'll we'll come up with a combined How about the – Memphis Grizzlies slash Vancouver Grizzlies. All right. We'll put them on there. Yep. Uh, All right, you give me five, and I'll tell you if you got any wrong, and you'll have a chance to change. So, okay. I, the New Jersey Nets. So, you say Nets. All right. What a, I mean, I, I think the Cavs would probably be in there. Can you say Cavs? Yeah, I think the Cavs are a good bet to be in Even there. With so, you're, you're big, you adding the Cavs? And I, yeah. Okay. I, and I would say the Orlando Magic. They've had some lean years. And the Clippers. Magic. You're adding the Clippers. Yep. Okay. Uh, so you each you need two more, Mr. Brown. Uh, let's see. Or no, you said the Cavs. Yes. So that's all right. Give me one give me more. The Dallas you. Mavericks. They Dallas Mavericks. They were rough. Yeah. For a while. What about what about you? Last one. <sighs> give me the uh, not Milwaukee Bucks because they had Kareem for a minute. Mm. No. Let me think. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'll go with Orlando, I guess. All right. So, um, you both have three, four. You got you got four combined correct. Okay. The, there's one team you're missing, and it's Eastern Conference. The teams you got, the worst team. You know Washington who, Wizards is who we're missing. You know who the worst team is? Timberwolves. It is the Timberwolves. Yeah. Their winning percentage is 394. Yeah. Number two is the Clippers. Because it's the Clippers. We're old enough to remember why they're here. 415. The Grizzlies are 418. The Nets are 423. The 26th place team is in the Eastern Conference. And he's a hell of a player, but he does not know how to run a team. Oh. MJ. Yep. Yep. It's the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. Hornets. Yeah. Four four thirty nine. Yeah, because yeah. see, we're thinking teams have been around forever. Where yeah. technically they've been around for twelve years. It's not whatever. so bad. That's yeah. great. All right, okay. so it should be easier to hey, do. Four the, out of five, eighty yeah. percent. I'll take yeah. that. Right. So it should be easier to do the the top of the the heap here. So Biggie, Celtics. Biggie, Biggie, or you go first. Give me your Celtics. top five. Celtics, Celtics Lakers. Yep. Who else is good all the time? The Bulls couldn't be in there. There's no way. It's up to you if you want to put them. This is tougher than a loser. (laughs) (laughs) The Knicks. Pacers? I'll go Bulls. All right. I'm not saying those are right. Biggie, who do you got? I'll go, uh, well, Celtics and Lakers. Okay. Of course. I'm going to go Spurs. Yep. Oh, that's that's a good one. I am also going to go <laughs> Philadelphia 76ers. All right. And then I will go Miami Heat. All right. So uh, Miami Heat. Yeah, you can't. Go ahead. Utah Jazz. All right. Oh, Who are you taking nice. out? Who are you taking out? Uh, 
I am taking out the who did I say? Pacers, Bulls, yeah, Lakers, take one of them Celtics. Out. I'm taking out the Pacers. All right, so number one is San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, see, six. How many years in a row? 613 winning percentage. The Lakers are number two at 595. The Celtics are three at 590. The Utah Jazz are number four. So good course correct there. They are at 545. And number five, you guys did not name. They are a Western Conference team, and they're absolute dog shit right now. So is it the Portland Trailblazers? Uh, They're number six. I was going to say that. The Denver Nuggets? No, they were not always oh, the called. They're not always called what they're called now. Correct. See, I thought Seattle, but then I thought they started a new franchise in OKC. No, no. We were just talking about NBA Jam, man. You yeah. know, Kemp and Payton. Yeah, yeah, they're ballers. Don't forget, they won a title in the 70s. So uh, the Spurs are the winningest program yeah. in the yeah. NBA. Yeah, that's That seemed like the... The easy one because they've been good good for twenty five years. What year did the Spurs originate? Was they like uh, when the ABA and NBA? Yeah, they're like a early seventies. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you guys are both Bulls fans. You know what the Bulls are ranked? I'm gonna guess they're about eighth or ninth. You concur? <laughs> they're top ten. Top ten. I'm gonna say twelfth. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, Mr. Brown. They are twelfth. Those lean years nine. after EMJ yeah, killed think, them. No, before they sucked and after, after they, they sucked. <laughs> like, it's been a lot of suckery and yeah. all that. Yeah. Um, surprising, the Pistons are 19th. Wow, that um, shocked me. Where's yeah. the Pacers? The Pacers are 13th. It's not like they, yeah, they're always been respected. Uh, your top 10 is uh, the Blazers are 6, the Suns are 7, the Rockets, the Heat, and then the Bucks. Okay. The Sixers are uh, 11. Okay. Yeah. They had a all right. 80s and 90s, they were good. I feel much better about this biggie than the NFL owners. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you pulled the Utah Jazz yeah. out of there because yeah. I, I think that's one that a lot of people don't think about because they've never won anything. Right. They're but they're always, always there. They're always there. I mean, they were one of the – they were a playoff team for 20 years with Stockton and Malone. Yeah, exactly. 20 freaking years. Yep. So. Anyway, uh, we're always around for fun trivia like that. So we had the sure. NFL owners and we have the uh, – we got to bring this up there. real quick. You brought up the Jazz. Biggie yeah. posted in his basketball group about uh, who would you rather have between Mikhail and Carl oh, Malone. Yeah. Uh, very, very dynamic difference uh, between both those great guys. at the four, but very different fours. Yes. Yep. I mean, I thought it was clearly Carl Malone. I, I, I clearly agree with you. That Most people went Mikhail. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, Dude, he goes Mikhail. So, Mikhail has the best post game in the history of basketball for an unathletic man. He's got three moves from each side. He could shoot from the line if you fouled him. He was an all-game player. Knocked down an 18-footer. Terrific passer. The up and under, the drop step, that's all stuff he perfected. Defensively, they called him the black hole for a reason. He was an eraser. So... Mikhail is definitely a better passer, uh, but Carl Malone is definitely by far a better scorer. Yes. And a better finisher. And a better rebounder. No, he's not a better finisher. Oh. Kevin Mikhail around the bucket. Get out of here. The mailman delivers. Oh. Except for on Sundays. <sighs> Except on Sundays. Just ask Scottie Pippen. Yeah. Ooh, that's still my favorite trash talk moment in history. Ooh. But no, don't get me wrong. I think Malone is, is you know – the winner in that comparison, but people who want to crap on Mikhail, go back and watch. I'm not crapping on Mikhail, but this is, I'll I'll tell you hundred percent what this is. This is the, um, this is the bias we show toward players when they have championships versus ones that don't. If, if Carl Malone had at least one ring, maybe two people would talk about him as the greatest power forward of all time. But instead, Timmy gets that because he won, even though he played center half the time. But I mean, I don't know, like, is it because Malone just is it the fifteen year old stuff when he was in college? Are people just sour on that or what? Like it's <laughs> or is it the great white hype? Or is it the great white hype? Because how many people overvalue Larry Bird? They're like Larry Bird's better than Michael Jordan. No, he's not. No, well, no, but he is one of the great top five players in the history. But of the like game. anybody that says Larry Bird's better than LeBron, I'm sorry, you're an idiot. In so here's opinion. the thing: I think that, and this opinion. is why Malone's yeah, a better player. No, I, no, I, I. I I agree. I, I think LeBron is a top five player of all time. I just like LeBron very much. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, if I was building the uh, – I, I guess there's so many dominant – so many few dominant white players that, like, we gravitate towards them. Maybe. Racist. 
I'm not saying I'm right. I mean, you know I'm, what I'm, I'm saying? Joking. You got to look for that player, and you're just like, oh, you know, I love that guy. No, and that's what that's what happens. Well, and the other thing too is Bird was a winner. You know, Bird was the dirtiest player in the game. I, he he <laughs> he was he was with a team uh, that was already good. Yeah. Like, how often does that happen? Mikel got to be the second best player on one of a great dynasties, whereas Malone was the best player on a great team finals two years in a row that, like you said, just couldn't get that one title. If he gets that one title, people look at him completely different. And, and don't blame the guy because they already played him because Jordan didn't let nobody eat. Nope. No. I, hell, he should have played now. LeBron didn't let him out too. I was talking to somebody about that today, like just all the, the players – in the 90s that everybody's like, oh, the 90s didn't have a good play because you didn't get to see them win. Yeah. Like, they got stifled. Barkley and Ewing and Malone, Stockton. Reggie. Peyton. Uh, I mean. All Hall of Famers. Yeah. I mean, that, that, it, it was just it was just different then. But anyway, yeah. you know, everybody, knows, everybody right. knows how we stand. All right. That's like, fine. We're, we're, we're always Jordan apologist. And, you know, it is what it is. Like, it, it's – but I, I don't know. I can't get with Big Yo Mikhail. No, I mean, but no, I'm I'm okay with you. Sorry to interrupt. Saying Malone's a better player, I'll agree with that. Just don't give me the. It's clear Mikhail's not even in the same class. Mikhail was one hell of a player. I, all I'm gonna say is I was shocked that there was more Mikhail chatter yeah. than Malone. And that's fine. It was closer than I thought it would be. Gotcha. Which you should feel appreciated of that. Right. I that do. means you pick because I would have been like, I'm never gonna put this up because it's just gonna be one sided. So shows what we know. Yeah, that's what happens though. We don't talk much NBA. That's so why it's your group. Damn it! Damn it! Well, I try to come up with ones that are both good players that could go one way or the other. I put up uh, AD, who's number three in per, and everybody says he's so great against Kevin Garnett, and people shit all over AD in about you know twelve seconds. Well, well, AD's got to stay upright. He can't. I put Garnett against uh, Tim Duncan. Just so you know, though. In all future shows, just like we talk about the Washington emails, <laughs> he's now the tickled taint. Okay, okay the tickled taint. Yes. Okay. I mean, yes. That's that's appropriate. I'll get started on the T-shirt. AD is the tickled taint. I'm for those of a, you that are uh, listening, that's who he is. Can I make like a picture of a? Never mind. I was just gonna try to put the eyebrow somewhere. You know. I'll do it. We can put do that it, on do T-shirt. It. They missed the spot shaving. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Between my balls and my butthole. <laughs> Cool. So, when you go to the uh, massage parlor to get that wax, what do you call it? <laughs> Before we uh, ask, ask Bob Craft. I don't know. Transition here. I just have one question. We just talked about Larry Bird. Would Larry Bird be a better or worse player in today's NBA? He would fit in really well in today's NBA. I think he, he would not be worse. No, he would be equal or better. Okay, right. that's what I think. Too. That's that's a yeah. That's I don't, I don't think that's really a debatable question. I just because so many people crap on if you play eighty and ninety they're all plumbers no, to, and blah to blah me, blah. His IQ separates it. his skill set fits. He his was game able better. to be a finesse player when you couldn't be a finesse player. Yeah. But he was still a physical player too. I but mean, imagine no one touching him. Yeah, just imagine. Game over. Just imagine if he would have been healthy. His back. He like to just, me in his prime. Like we talk about Luca or even Dirk. I mean, dude, he would be like way better than them. Skill set's so much better. But you know what, though? Like, we, we have all these players that, like, will compare to that. But, like, they don't win, man. Yeah. Like, the, you got guys, like, true. it's the Grant he- Grant Hill Detroit Pistons syndrome. You know, you just have yeah. this, this player that's, like, padding stats and, like, man, Grant Hill's a superstar. Well, the Pistons won 28 games this year. That's the Chris Bosh in them, too. Right. Yeah. It, it Still is. Still Miami. Yeah. I'm not saying he's not a good player. Right. But, like, when people want to talk about Bosh as a Hall of Famer, man, I got – I got some, you know, some mixed feelings about that. So I got in an argument on this the other day. Uh, Chris Bosch, LaMarcus Aldridge, who's a better player? They're the same player. See, well, I think they're both pretty good. I think Bosch is the better player. I think he... Not by much. But he's better. I was on this uh, thread on this sports page that I follow, and they were trying to put Chris Bosch as not even worthy of being an all-star. He's just oh, popular, no. blah, blah, blah. He made sacrifices offensively, was a really good player defensively. He he is where he should have been as far as, you know, credit due to me. Okay. I, I, I'll give you that. I, I like Aldridge, though. Like, you know, he, again, just on bad teams. Mm-hmm. You know, 
see, I like Bosch because uh, offensively he could get it done. Defensively, he gave you something. Aldridge was amazing offensively. Uh, On-ball defense, help defense. He never really changed the game on the other side. All right. Just in my opinion. I feel like the two best comparisons is Bosch and Kevin Love. Yep. Dominating singly, <laughs> and then they go to a super team, and they're clearly the third wheel. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Love on the Timberwolves, you're like, my God, he's Mr. Double Double. 40 and 20. <laughs> he's killing people. Because play there. with LeBron, that's the thing that happens. You play with LeBron, you go from being the guy who does that at 6'10", 6'11". Now you have to become a three-point shooter so that you can open the middle up Space for LeBron. the floor because LeBron can't shoot. All right, last thing I want to ask real quick, and we'll, we'll jump off NBA, is uh, do they trade Westbrook? Are they I think that to? they would if Somebody they could get something it. back for him good. Who's like giving you anything you're not for anything him? for Westbrook now? No. Here, here's what's funny. A, a year or two ago, I saw this trade, hypothetical trade. It was Westbrook and AD to Chicago for DeRozan. It was for – who was the other – oh, uh, what's his name? Vukicic. What's his name? Vucic? Sasha Vucic. No, the center. The one you got now? Yeah. Bujicic? Bujicic, yeah. yep. Him, DeRozan, and Lonzo going to the Lakers for Westbrook and AD. And it, two years ago, you'd have jumped all over that. Yep. And now you're just like, the Bulls hang up the phone real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they do. Well, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I don't mean this in a disparaging way at all because I was kind of in the same boat, but you were kind of a Westbrook fan for a minute, right? Like, no. like his heart, the way he plays a game. I love his tenacity. Right, right. Uh, but like, it never, it never got better. It's, and like, and that was me hoping he would grow a little bit, but it's clear in today's NBA game, if you're a point guard that can't shoot, there's really no spot for you. Yep. I, and like all them triple doubles and everything like that. Like, think about it. A lot like, of more padded. Th- this is, uh, of course, but yeah. this is a guy that, like, you know, is bre- is probably never going to be beaten as far as the most triple doubles ever. And he's a he's not a good player. Like, you don't want him when you. He's not a winner at all. And like, he's a great guy to have on a team that's going to win forty three or forty four games. Yeah, I mean, he, you're seeing playoff team. Yeah. yeah. And and he's not going to help you advance out of the first round. And it sucks because you love his tenacity and how he's hard he plays. But yeah, but it's just not it's not not there. But anyway, that was uh, that might have been the longest segment we've had on the NBA. And what was even funnier is we didn't start NBA and it transitioned there. It did. This it was all yeah, well, you know, COVID and all that stuff. Right. You know, it's it's affecting everything. Even hockey games got canceled. And they, I don't they know. took well. They always take like a week break between Christmas and New Year's. They just moved it up this year. I guess they're not playing in the Olympics, are they? All the NHL players they canceled. Yeah. It. I think they did. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, yeah, something along that that same line. Yeah. I don't know if they canceled, but they're not. They're, the NHL players are not taking the two months the off to, yeah. <laughs> to go play yep. in the uh, Olympics. Which I don't know at this point. I'm not even sure if that's going to happen now. I doubt it does. Uh, thank you, Omicron. I'm just looking to see some uh, figure skating. <laughs> For some curling, don't you know? Bobsled. All right, guys. So it is the holiday season. Today is Festivus. And do um, you have any grievances you want to air? I have a grievance I'd like to air. Okay. It has not yet happened, but it's going to. So I'm going to take... This day and this opportunity to air it, there's a certain time around when the Super Bowl starts, you're hyping it up, (laughs) that I look forward to hearing, and pitchers and catchers have reported. And that's not going to happen on the same time that it normally does. And after the year the Mariners just had and some of the moves they made before the lockout, I'm really effing looking forward to next year. It's going to get delayed. It's going to get totally fucked up. And it's going to be because it's millionaires versus billionaires. So fuck them both. That's my grievance. (laughs) Well, that is a fine festivist sports related grievance. I I can appreciate that. And I can I can sense your your passion and anger emulating from your pores uh, not like every other year we're gonna be good this year we're gonna win the west would Make you the like playoffs. To, would you like to follow it up with the feats of strength now oh give Maybe me a little not. more scotch uh, put the uh, proper 12 down let's just uh, make sure we're okay Kana. how about uh you mr brown do you have any uh grievances you'd uh, like to air i'm not a big seinfeld guy so i'm kind of lost y- here y- you don't have to be it's just uh in, in the spirit of festivus you know we we just 
put the pole up. That's it. There's no decorations. And, yeah. you know, one of the, the things is you, you have the opportunity one night a year to air any grievances with no retribution from the others. You can just mm. talk about what you're upset with. So that's it. Yeah, you know, that's it. Well, I'm an anti-biggie because I don't care <laughs> if the season starts again because the Braves are world champs, and that means they'll just be champs longer. The longer the offseason is, yeah, the better. This means we'll be – I don't care if we never play again. Freddie Freeman hit the last career home run in the history of MLB. God, <laughs> opposite sides of the same coin here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only grievance I have is that us fellas don't get to do this enough. Yeah, that is a uh, – that is a true thing. That so, time, time, and, and daylight is not always cooperative. So, really, a sport in the sports world, I'm good. Uh, other than that, you know, other than my health sucking, and <laughs> you know, other than I'm good. My uh, airing of grievances is that Urban Meyer is no longer a head coach, and not because he deserves to be, but I feel Content. like it's just less that we get to talk about now. You know, it was so fun. Yeah, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, and now we don't have that. So, Urban, I have a grievance with you for getting fired. You need to go find another job, and you need to do it quick. Can he just keep giving interviews like the one he did after he got fired? That I mean, for the time being, that will work, okay. but that's that's all we got. Uh, I Other question real quick, since it is the holidays, a lot of people are going to be doing their Christmas thing or Hanukkah thing or Kwanzaa thing or whatever it is you might be doing. But what is your, your go-to holiday movie that you're going to be watching over Christmas Eve or Christmas? Well, there's two that I always end up watching in the morning. Uh, a Christmas story will be on recycle. Okay. And by the afternoon, when I get tipsy, I like to watch uh, Clark. Yeah. Clark Trees W. Griswold. That's the only two things I do on Christmas. That's that's solid. Mr. Brown? Uh, I mean, our, our tradition for our family is uh, actually to watch uh, after Thanksgiving dinner when we go home and get settled, we watch Christmas Vacation on that day, oh, uh, nice. which is my favorite Christmas movie ever. But I would keep watching it because, honestly, Christmas Story, once they started doing 24-7, I it's, couldn't it's do it anymore. Ruined it. it ruined it for me. Um, an underrated Christmas movie is Office Christmas Party. We, we we might have ta- I don't know if we talked about that on air or not not too long ago, but uh, office Christmas I, I party and the night before. Have you seen the night before? I haven't seen the night. Seth before. Rogen. No, it's a great Christmas movie. I have not seen that one. I have to check that one out. The drug dealer and that's the villain off of uh, the original uh, Superman. The came what's his name? Gene Hackman. No, no, I'm talking <laughs> about the one that just came out. Oh, I don't know what his name is. You know, I don't know who you're looks, talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So he's the he's the drug dealer in that. Okay. It's pretty funny. <laughs> so the night before and office Christmas party. It'd been better if it was Gene Hackman though. Yeah. What a <laughs> Hackman. Yeah. What are you watching on next to the fireplace? I'm uh I'm I'm pretty similar to you actually. Like I, I I've already watched the Christmas story. Like it came on the other night and we kinda watched it, but uh it, it's always like Christmas Vacation is the standalone. There's a lot of other like great ones, like what Mr. Brown referenced with, uh, you know, Office Christmas Party. It was on the other day, and I watched a little bit of it. But um, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not into the the classic like It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, and, me neither. And all that like, stuff. I've like, seen them all. I just can't, I can't uh, get into them every year. Like I, I don't need. I'm an adult. I don't need someone to put the spirit of Christmas in me. I just need to laugh and have a good time and just enjoy myself. Every time a bell rings. An angel gets its wings. Exactly. No more. You don't need that? <laughs> I don't need that. Huh, I don't need that. Mom, right. I'm going to jump off the bridge. <laughs> like, <laughs> die hard. Die, die hard, there yes. There you go. Yes, our studio audience just contributed die we hard. We put that on the page. It, it Who's made... your favorite Christmas character in Bruce Willis, one hands down? Yes, and when we did our Christmas movie bracket a couple years ago, it was a sweet 16. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, so there you go. So maybe I should watch it's not officially Island. Christmas until Hans Gruber falls off the Nakatomi Plaza. I, I want that sweatshirt, the Nakatomi uh, holiday party. I want that tree top. Did you see the tree top I put on there? Yeah, that was, that was nice. Yeah. I don't know. We make something like that and sell it. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks have... for the assist, uh, background noise. Yes. The studio audience always contributes. It's not Turbo Absolutely. Top here. He's playing darts somewhere because he's yeah, a loser. Darts are more important. Yes. We know where your loyalties lie. But anyway, uh, that's that's enough Christmas movie talk. But uh, let's take a break, and we'll come back, and it's time to hit the music, right? 
So before dun, we do dun, that, dun. before we do that, Mr. Brown, you have just a couple weeks left. Can you maintain your first place spot? Listen, I'm not playing to lose. I'm playing to win here, son. So I'm not. I, I don't care what Biggie picks. I'll go first. I don't even care because guess what? I'm gonna beat him as an own game because I'm not even letting him have that anymore. <laughs> you can do what you want in your fantasy league and your brass balls starting Wilson tonight <laughs> for the Niners. You're not gonna win the picks this year, and you're gonna have to live with that for a whole year. How's that make you feel? Well, typically at this time of year, I'm a little more focused in. We're coming down the stretch run. Oh, so but, excuses. Okay. Uh, I'm just really focused on taking $1,200 in fantasy football. So if it makes you feel better to win picks, you go ahead and do your darndest there. Uh, see, see, see what he's doing there? He's, he's, he's acting like it's not bothering him. But, like, he's inside. Like, his soul's burning. Like, it's, it's really bothering him. Don't let him act like I know he cries himself to sleep. He's just like, how? He's not even paying that much. He's just picking these games out of his ass. How does he get them right? Exactly. I think he's got an earwig in. That's why you always ask what the spread is twice. <laughs> he's got, uh, uh, I'm like, you get that? It's uh, Speaker City, Vince Vaughn. He's talking yeah. to you. you know, just telling you. No, you've kind of hit a little thud here lately. I picked some games up this last week. We both sucked. I'm actually anticipating you can continue your skid through the year because that's where you belong. And yeah. uh, I'll finish in first. You'll be in second. Chad will be in third. The funny thing is, is as bad as I sucked last week, I was a game better than you. I know. It's like one of the worst weeks I've ever had. <laughs> so, touche, brother. All right. Well, here's to the next week. Let's take a break, collect our thoughts, and we'll be right back. Only a few more weeks we get to hear that wonderful beautiful nfl music but it's time what is it week 16 week 16 holy hell it's week 16 of our nfl stone cold lead pipe locks and for those keeping it score at home mr brown who's ranked in the top five nationally is 124 98 and one biggie who's ranked in the top 15 nationally is 121 102 and one and you know, I'm 115 and 108 and one. So I'm above 500 and I'm. Don't sell yourself short. That's a one hell of a I'm season. I'm still record. better than 350 other so called professionals. So Attaboy. I'll take it for what it is. Uh, but we are back here to see if we can maybe anoint Mr. Brown early as the champion or Biggie can close the gap or maybe I could even just be dastardly and compete a little bit for second. We'll see what happens. But we're watching a game in the background. The. San Francisco 49ers. It looks like the Titans just scored. Uh, fighting Mike Vrabels have tied oh, the game. And we had picked, we, Mr. Brown and I, had picked the Niners to cover the three and a half point spread. Biggie picked the Titans. And now in the second half, we're tied up. So is it going to hold? You feeling good about your pick still? I'm feeling good because I got them at three and a half. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. But we got a lot of other picks to go through. And we got some wide open games. We got three double-digit spreads, and we got a pick em. So it's an interesting week. So let's kick off the games, and we'll start with the, the Cleveland Browns who are fighting for their playoff life. And they're going on the road to Lambeau Field. Mm. The Packers are a seven-point home favorite. This is one of those where I feel like the Packers should come out and clearly win by 10, 13 points. Who's playing quarterback for the Cleveland Browns this week? They they have not officially announced yet, but it's probably Baker. Uh, is Nick Chubb playing? Kareem Hunt? The offensive line healthy? I, I think they're getting everybody back. All right. Green Bay will win this game, but it will be tight. It will be hard fought, and they'll pull away late and cover I love gaining more games on Biggie. Oh, yeah? No, it's clearly going to be Green Bay. I don't care who's quarterback of the Browns. I, I just took Green Bay also. Did you? Yes. You said the Browns. I you said the... I, I said it will be hard fought. It will be tight, and Green Bay will pull away late and cover. Oh, I, uh, I, I completely... So I'm not the only the one. Tape on that. I'm not the only one. Uh, no, maybe I'm the only one. No, I, I clearly didn't have that. So I'm picking the Packers. Uh, Whatever Biggie said, yeah. I'm going Packers, and I think it's easy. I appreciate your clarity and getting to the point so much easier. I'm also taking the Packers, although the fact that the Packers barely won last week 
Is they were up fourteen and they quit playing. I know. It just makes me think they're they're at that stage where they're not really covering now. But we'll see. But we, we're taking Packers Two across Bill the board. Harbaugh's. So uh, how about the Indianapolis Colts on the road to the very, very up and down Arizona Cardinals as of late? The Cardinals are a one point home favorite. That's it. Hammer the Colts in this one. The Cardinals are injured. It's catching up with them a little bit. Here's the thing. What do the Colts like to do? They love to run the ball. What can the Cardinals not do? Stop the run. Give me the Colts. <laughs> I hate to agree with you. Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in the league. Granted, uh, Derrick Henry's been out for about five weeks, but uh, he's the new guy, and I'm going Colts as well. Man. They're, they're, they're trending up, and the Cardinals are trending down. I, I thought he was going to go a different direction when he said, that's all? Like, I, like that's all? I'm taking the card now. I'm also taking the Colts. Like, the Cardinals, like, you know, early in the year we had them as the best team, but they're not. You know, they're, they're, they're falling apart quickly, and it seems like anybody can beat them right now. And the Colts, like you said, they're on fire right now. And Jonathan Taylor, yeah, even uh, even though they decide sometimes not to give him the ball for some stupid reason, I think they will this week. Biggie's just overvaluing them because he realized if Mac Jones doesn't have a defense and a lead, and he can't pass three times a game that they're in trouble. They, they are. So he's overvaluing the Colts because they just did what everybody I else mean, Clearly, did. they're one of the best See, teams in football because they beat the Patriots. Mr. Brown is clearly trying to take a shot at me for getting I love the Colts every week for the last two seasons. You have, uh, along with the fighting Brables and, and The fighting Mike Brables. Well, what about MVP Kyler Murray? You know, exactly. you're, uh, you're, off, you're off that bandwagon. All right. Speaking of bandwagons, nobody jumps on the bandwagon ship quite like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are on the road to Carolina. The Bucs are a 10-point road favorite. This is one of those where if they were playing two or three teams in the league, you would pick them to cover. The car, or the Panthers are one of those teams. The Panthers are going to split Darnold and Cam at quarterback. I know that the Bucs are missing a ton of pieces on offense, but the Panthers are just that bad. I mean, I agree with you. I feel like the Bucs are just kind of like doing their thing and they're waiting until the playoffs start. So I don't really care who's starting a quarterback for the Panthers. I feel like Brady's pissed because he just got shut out. And the first time it happens is 2015, I believe. Yeah. So Bucks back in a big way this week. I, I mean, I, I like to ride the historical trend of Brady having a bad game and then coming back like a man possessed. And he's got one more of those in him. And if you're going to unleash it, let it go against the Panthers. Release the Kraken. And uh, yeah, he's so got AB back. We're uh, we're across the board so far, except for uh, Thursday night. So let's see if we switch things up here because we're into Biggie's wheelhouse again as Ooh. one of his favorite teams, the Minnesota Vikings, <laughs> are at home. Against the Rams, the Rams are a three-and-a-half-point road favorite. Hammer the Vikings all day. They always play up to their competition, down to their competition. This is the game they come out strong. Not only will they cover, they will win. Yeah, Biggie's out of his mind. I'm going Rams <laughs> as well. I'm going Rams. Uh, don't need much more explanation. The Rams are uh, riding the ship here. They've been playing better. Skull! There we go. Didn't even have to ask for the lone wolf. I like he knew it. he was I on high. Like All right, how about the Chargers? Chargers on the road against the Texans. Chargers are a 10-point road favorite. I absolutely hate this game because the Texans are dog crap. Somehow they showed up one last week. The Chargers should do a lot better than what they will, but with Eckler having COVID, who else? Who knows who else ends up with it? They win, but I think that the Texans get the cover. I think the Chargers, uh, after the Kansas City game, they cover. They come out with Justin Jackson and uh, Herbert. They do the thing. Char- Chargers cover. Yeah, I think they roll. Uh, I, I think uh, if we get a Justin Herbert show, you, this might be one of those games where everybody feels really good about Herbert. Coming out party. Yeah, I mean, not that he needs to. Yeah. He's already out. <laughs> this is Biggie's going out party. Biggie's going out party. Yeah. Shots fired. All right. Ravens on the road to Cincinnati. You got a lot of interesting things here happening for my Bengals. They are so- a three-point home favorite. The Steelers are playing uh, the Chiefs. We'll get to that pick later. We already mentioned the Browns are playing the Packers. So destiny is there at the the cusp for the Bengals to take it, to drink from the cup, to make the playoffs. This is an elimination game because if they win, they have really a two-game lead. Stranglehold. 
So for that reason, I'm taking the Ravens to cover, and you know that. We already knew you were going there. Before you said a word, you just cannot find it within yourself to pick your team to cover. That's okay. Me and Mr. Brown do it for you most weeks. I'm doing it for you this week. I'm, I'm going Bengals, and it's, I don't have to even explain it. Yep. I mean, I, at this point, I just can't pick them because if I do, then they'll, they'll lose. <laughs> yeah. Because then it's it's like, oh, Bengals all day. See you're, the Ravens. You're the one fan that has that control. I, I feel like that. Like let's I've hear, been, let's hear it, Ravens. I've been given this curse. Forevermore. Um, I was going to do some Edgar Allan Poe poetry jam. Is that okay? No, Can I get some rounds? You okay. just got to let it rip. Come on. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, Put him down. Seven down now. All right. How about the Buffalo Bills? Who have they have they figured things out since the Patriots blew their they're doors? They're still off? circling the wagons. We just don't know what they're doing. Well, now they're uh heading to Foxborough and we're getting a rematch, and the Patriots are a two and a half point. I I'm gonna take this one first. All right, go ahead. So we got an interesting uh, situation brewing this weekend where Canadian Biggie is going on a show with a few Bills fans. Uh-oh. And it's going to be interesting because you know what? I'm like, they're like, I saw it on Facebook and they're like, we need, a, we need a Patriots fan. I said, this dude over here. So I put him out there and now he's going with head-to-head two-on-two. Yeah. Is it going to be fun? It's going to be a lot of fun. I talked to him the other night, kind of got the ground rules a little bit. We're going to do an hour leading up to the game Sunday morning. And you know what I like most about it? I get to just talk Patriots football, Patriots and Bills football. And I know Bills football more than most members of Bills Mafia. I'm excited for Sunday. There's a little snippet for you. I like that. You you want to plug the segment? What's it called? Now that I said that, what is the segment? The film room. The field room. Film room. Film Film room. room. All right, so you can go first because it's your team. But I wanted to – I'm trying to help you help yourself, Canadian Biggie. I need a lot of that, Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Here's the thing. You said – Agent. The Buffalo Bills are circling the wagons, but you're not sure which direction they're going in. They're going the same damn direction as Boone Sooner did last year when they wrecked that damn thing. (laughs) They lose this game and they miss the playoffs. Take the Patriots at home. Ugh. All right. Two and a half. Two and a half Patriots at home. Yep. Hmm. Does he feel good about Mike Jones coming back, getting the lead? You think that's how it's going to go? Game, <laughs> game strip. All right. Like this is tough for me. I will say this: last week, everyone on crop on Mac Jones are down seventeen nothing or twenty nothing going to the four. And they came back. Let him down. I was actually that gave me more confidence than some of the games he's played well in. Ugh. <sighs> I don't know if it's more the fact that I believe in the Patriots or I don't believe in the Bills, but I'm going to go Patriots. I feel like this is a game that if you if you had to pick like five games, you definitely would not pick this game. Right. Is that fair? Yeah. This would not be part of the WDKS Blazing Five. Right. All right. So I also have the Patriots just because they they emotionally beat the Bills last time. That was just a couple weeks ago. You know, ago. Chad, since I've already went explicit a couple times – Across the board on the Patriots, you know what this means. It means they're going lose. down, baby. Well, this is great for everybody. All right. So I will happily concede this pick because I don't lose no ground to yeah, big. We should just always <laughs> always pick the Patriots now just, yeah. to, just to mess with big. There you go. All right. So how about the uh, Giants, which they shut down Danny Dimes for the year. Saquon Barkley is, uh, I don't know what well, he big is. Biggie's bench. And uh, they're playing the Eagles, where the Eagles find themselves a large 10-point Home favorite. Have you, have you not seen what the Eagles have been doing lately? So, yes. And, and, here, and here's the thing. The last week they played uh, the emails, and yep. I took the emails to cover. It was nine and a half, and it was a freaking 10-point game. Yep. Um, with Danny Dimes shut down, Barkley hasn't been doing a whole lot. Talked about this earlier in the year. Nick Sirianna came over. Jalen Hurts isn't a pocket pass. When he committed to them being a run team, and to me, they're probably the best run team in the NFL outside of the Colts right now. They have become a really su- – they're 7-7. Seven seven. They, they're going to make playoffs, possibly. Uh, give me the Eagles to cover at home. This is tough for me. It's really tough. Because they're playing quarterback for the Giants. Who, who's their backup? I think they're playing Jake Fromm. Yes, I think they are. Jake Fromm, State Farm, Georgia. Georgia quarterback, one of their three who couldn't get the job done. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm just picking the Eagles in a crapshoot. Right. To be honest. 
<laughs> now, I think one of the Giants wide receivers tore his Achilles last week, too. I, Sterling you know, Shepard. That, that's all fine. If I, the Eagles didn't cover, it wouldn't surprise me, but I'm just picking one. I, I, I'm, I, I fully expect the Eagles to win the game, but 10's a lot. And, you know, the, the emails were completely decimated with COVID. And, and they barely covered. Yeah, so I, I don't see them. I see them winning by like eight or nine. So Divisional game. b 5 o I smell the blood of a caca. All right. They might be giants. Uh, (laughs) All right. Where's Al Bundy? Yeah. How about the Detroit Lions on the road to Atlanta where the Falcons are a six-point home favorite? I cannot hammer the Lions enough in this game. We've become Lions fans throughout the year. You had the Lions diehard fans on. They have been a covering machine all year except Except for for one week. Yep. Give me the Lions to cover. Listen, I did monograph giveaway tonight in the baseball group, and none other than Nit Hopes, uh, diehard Lions fan, was on, came on Chad's uh, one of his shows recently, and he won an autograph from a former Matt, and uh, I think it's Destiny. The Lions are playing well, and we're in the group text. Uh, Chad's in there. I don't know if Biggie's in there or not, but. If one thing's for sure, the way this season is unfolded is that Dan Campbell is the man for the job. And the Lions fans love Dan Campbell. I mean, but they're not quitting. No. They don't care about picks. They don't. We're going to win the game, and we get what pick we get. All of a sudden, biting kneecaps seems to be a game plan. So, I'm kind of falling in love with them, and damn it, it hurts, but it's the truth. You know, uh, for everything you just said, all I could do is just say it again, but I'm going to save time and not do that. But it's the Lions across the board, and if, if they haven't become America's sweetheart, they're at least the sweetheart for we don't know sports. We love us some Lions action, baby. And uh, they're going to cover that six in, in the ATL. That's why I'm going to Detroit this summer, boys. Detroit Rock City. Yeah. All right, how about a pick'em game? If there is ever going to be a pick'em game, it's this one. The Jaguars on the road to the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Oh my God! This is this like is the worst game ever. <laughs> this is another you would never pick this game betting money. I, I honest to God have no clue who will win this game. I just it's an absolute throw them out there. I'm gonna take the Jets for one reason. I was 110 percent sure last week after Urban got fired, the Jags would come out and destroy I, I the Texans. I, I was, are we all on the Jets here? Because yep. that, uh, what you're saying is 100 percent what I thought. You guys agree? Yeah, same. Because it if didn't happen that one. Yeah. Then, well, we all got burned on that game last yep. week. Right, let me say this: the fact this game is so bad that I refuse to pick it because I still feel comfortable in my in my spread on Biggie. So just put me down as refuse to pick. So if you uh, if you don't pick, he's just taking the loss. You no, know, he takes, technically takes a push because yes. there's no spread. Now you got to pick a game. We're not doing that. Well, then if, if that's what it is, I'll go Jaguars. You're going Jaguars just to mix it up. Yeah. All right. I was going to take the L because I feel comfortable beating his sorry ass. Well, I mean, I think if you just watch the game, you're taking an L. But either way, I do appreciate the fact that you gave us a lone wolf so you can be a Jaguar. Ooh, that's very, very intimidating. Spacious. I bet you got some leggings that look like a Jaguar print, don't you? My wife does. They got to rip, <laughs> them, rip them off. That means they're yours, too. All right, how about the Chicago Bears? I feel like this game's already taken place this season. The Bears at the Seahawks. It does feel like this one's already been played. Bears, Seahawks? Yeah. What's the spread? Six and a half for Seattle. Dude, they're both such bad teams, but the Seahawks with Wilson at quarterback, you got to take them to cover at home. They're touching my – the Packers or the – Vikings-Bears Monday night ended up 17-9 because the Bears got a touchdown on the last play of the game. Like, the Bears are not good. Yeah, I'm going uh, Wilson and Penny, who's emerges, the running back. Uh, Justin Fields is just that damn bad. Rashad Penny was a first-round pick who couldn't stay healthy. No, he's he's done well in the last few weeks, so I'm I'm picking the uh, Seahawks win by 10. So you guys – you know, I put my picks down before you pick, and then you guys start talking. And it makes me want to change it. No, don't I'm change I'm going to leave the Bears on there All because right, 
I think the Seahawks you do win this like game. You've got like this thing for Justin Fields, who you sometimes call Trey Lance. I, I, so like you're actually, on the bear I have, some when it's unexpected. I have no thing for him because obviously I can't even remember what his name is half the time. I just know he's the Ohio State quarterback that sucks. And the Red Rifle's better. The most recent suck. one. But uh, I just, you know, it's going to be an ugly game. I don't, it might be an uglier game to watch than the Jaguars and Jets, to be honest with you. Uh, but, you know, Seattle, have they scored more than 20 points other than when they played the Jaguars? Uh, one game. I'm, I just, that well. being said, I, I don't think they have very often, so I don't see them scoring a lot here and, and winning, so – uh, winning big, so they're they're going to cover. They'll win by like four. But uh, all right, so uh, it's my bear. How about the uh, br- uh, here's a, what's the Raiders record? Seven to seven. What's the Broncos record? Seven, seven to seven. seven. Is this an elimination game? That's I would post it in your that. group. I mean, this whoever loses this. Who's the best seven to seven team in football? Oh, there's like and nine, I said clearly not my Raiders. There's nineteen. I've never seen that. There's a yeah. half the league is seven. Yes, seven. They are. So uh, the the Broncos are going on the road to uh, Vegas, and where no one's a favorite. It's a one point Bronco favorite. Would you like to go first? I, I, it's your I, team. I'm going Broncos. Is that is that like because that's what I do or just... no? I'm just. It took everything the Raiders had to beat the Cleveland Browns, who <laughs> played their practice squad last week on a walk off kick. It's true. It's it's god awful, and like they've got to make a change of quarterback, and not just a quarterback. It's everything. Everything about the Raiders needs to strip down and let's start over. And how we've been doing that for twenty years is beyond me. Start it over. You're not the only franchise like that. Don't hit the restart button. It's a Nintendo. Pull out the game, blow in it, and let's hope for better results. Biggie. The Raiders are at home. They're playing a team that should beat them and just might beat them. But it'll make me feel good to pick up a game on Mr. Brown with his Raiders beating him. So give me the Raiders at home. Ah, So you're just taking it to be uh, just out of spite. Just to be pure spite. Broncos all day. Yeah, Broncos are uh, winning this. Broncos, uh, neither team is great, but the Broncos seem to be a more complete, better team. And Teddy Bridgewater is so unassuming, but somehow he's still just making some plays, I guess. But he's not playing this week. Is he? Yeah, is that a concussion? He's out. Drew Locke's supposed to start. Ooh, see, I didn't know that. That's kind of the reason I like the Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still. Uh, I'm still taking the Broncos. It just seems like uh, what would happen. So. The autumn wind is a radar. There you go. All right, the Pittsburgh Steelers on the road to Arrowhead. The Chiefs, eight and a half. Steelers cover COVID. KC, they match together well. Steelers cover. I believe the Chiefs have won like six, seven in a row. They've been on fire. And I feel like they got enough weapons to expose Big Ben and his – fat ass and his gravy legs and <laughs> he gets sacked and they snap his legs so I'm, I'm on the Chiefs uh, I, you know I'm not really sure what this game is going to look like come kickoff this is the disadvantage we have picking on a Thursday but it's going to go to Tuesday I, I mean there's always that Tuesday night window baby uh, but I, I just I, I, the Steelers man I can't go with them I can't so the, the Chiefs are covering this game I know it's a big spread but uh, this is the type of game that the Steelers get hammered and get removed from the playoff picture. Permante Brothers. Stocked meats. <laughs> St- what What type of meats? Stocked. Stocked, Stocked meats. Ooh. I don't know what a lone Steeler does. I know. I, I think uh, we ran across that a couple times. I think we'd, we better research that. We'll probably the, figure that one out, huh? The, I remember I tried to do the Yenzer conversation last time I picked him. Y'all really gave me a hard time. Yingling. Okay. Very inactive. Yeah, there you go. Yingling. Oh, wait. Do we have a. Oh, no. What? Oh, win Mike Brables. The Titans are now winning by a touchdown. AJ Brown, that's your boy, Mr. Brown. We got two games left. The uh, Washington emails on the road to Dallas. The Cowboys are a a 10.5 point home favorite. I'm going to take the emails to cover. I have no idea who's playing for them. They seem to fight. And uh, for whatever reason, Dallas has become a defense-led team. They're going to win, but they're not going to win by a ton. All right. I'm going Cowboys. You're going Cowboys. Any any explanation? 
because they're the Cowboys. Ooh, that, you, are you them boys? And I got the VHS is ready. <laughs> Debbie does Dallas. It's what he's referring uh, to. That is from about the same era. But uh, I, I'm, I'm taking the emails because I, the Cowboys are not winning games big. They just they're winning and they're winning convincing, but they're ugly. Yeah. And uh, now there's all kinds of questions about Prescott, right? Like, is he really the guy now? Because he hasn't been playing that good. And Cooper just stirred up a bunch of shit today because he's not happy with the offense and yeah, how many balls uh, he's getting. It, w- it wouldn't be a Dallas Cowboy season without a little bit of noise. But, yep. uh, you're the uh, lone cowboy. Is it get along, little doggy? <laughs> hey, more like Bro Back Mountain this week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, Spoon. Spain. All right, last game. Dolphins. We've been on fire. Playing the Saints. We just looked great last week. The Dolphins are a one and a half point favorite on the road. Dolphins. Can I say this real quick? Pew, pew. Is that better? That's sure. All right, good. (laughs) The Dolphins are the favorite or the dog? That's what I was going to say. What's the spread? One and (laughs) a half? One and a half for the Dolphins. They're one and a half? Yes. All right, well. I was gonna. I was just curious how much. Well, I wasn't taking whether they were favored or but yeah. Give me that. We're fighting Brian Flores. Tua, Tua. <laughs> what did you say? Take this black label away. <laughs> you hear that? He's stumbling now. Merry Christmas, Johnny I'm Walker. A, a oh farmer friend. Home's where the heart is. After that, I'm gonna. Oh, so I, I think he said he's taking the Dolphins. I'm taking the Dolphins without the stutter. Without the Brian Flores. <laughs> Uh, uh, I am also taking the Dolphins for the cover. Uh, well, it's just going to be the win outright. I mean, that's what it is. And the Dolphins are going to be right there in the playoff picture. The, are, how close are they to the Bills in the playoff race? A win for the Dolphins this week and a loss for the Bills puts them both at 8-7. and seven. That's amazing. Yep. You know, the Bills are like Super Bowl contender at the beginning of the season. The Dolphins are not out of the possibility of winning the division. If they were to win out, Patriots lose out. They would win the division because they would have a 2-0 win over, advantage over the Patriots. So I can call it COVID. I can call it just you know mileage on the tires now here. But this seems to be the least or less confident we've ever been making these picks. Yes. Like nothing seemed very emphatic. We're just kind of going through the motions on some of these. Is there any, any games this week that you just feel like are a home run? Like if you had to give one lock no matter what, what would that game be? New England Patriots over them Buffalo oh Bills, God. baby. COVID season didn't happen. It doesn't exist. That year doesn't exist. That's not surprising from you. Uh, I guess for me, I'm going to go. Uh, Is it the Jets and Jags? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The game you didn't even want to pick. Yeah, I was going to take an L because I'm that confident. You took the Toronto Argonauts for some that bad. Uh, I'm going to go Broncos, of course. No, really. I, that I, refused to pick for him will end up in a W. That's been his year. <laughs> I, I think um, – He'll gain a game on that one. I will. I think the Dolphins are going to beat the Saints, man. I think that's a, that's a pretty good lock. I feel really good about that. I feel like the way the Dolphins' offensive play is playing right now, I don't think the uh, – it's kind of like like in, the, in basketball, like in college, right? Like press a team who presses. Yeah. Like, I think the Dolphins' offense is what Sean Payton wishes Taysom Hill was doing for the Saints right now. Taysom Hill's out this week, or he's questionable. Right. But you know what I mean? Like, yep. that's what he wishes they were running. But uh, anyway, uh, you, uh, you got any uh, nice parlay action, Biggie? So here's the thing if you're confident, confident enough to pick all 16 games and throw five bucks on them like I just did, it's a $145,000 payout. When you win, here's the thing. You're not going to hit all 16. But if you do good in the early games, they'll give you a nice cash, cash out. out. No. You know, for uh, all these picks that we do uh, I, and watching Pick Watch and all the national uh, comp- competition out there, I don't think anybody has gone a thou- like hit a 1,000 for a week. It's a, like a, the millions of people that bet. If a guy makes it to Monday with a parlay intact, you hear about it everywhere. Yeah. I, or even it, Sunday night. It's nuts. Uh, it just doesn't happen. And, and even when they do make it a Monday, it didn't work. Remember, if you're not controlled experts like us here at We Don't Know Sports, 1-800-GAMBLER. There you go. Save your chatter because it is Christmas time. 
But uh, all that being said, gentlemen, I think that's enough for a show. That takes us that takes us to the hour mark, and we have the holidays. And I know I got family in town. You guys got family in town. We're going to see family that lives in town, whatever it may be. We got a studio audience that came in town uh, from a, almost a different time zone. So I mean, you know, we're we're having fun here. But uh, any special plans uh, for tomorrow or uh, Christmas? I'm going to go elbow to elbow with every motherfucker in Walmart and just have a good time. That's that tomorrow. You can do that. Yes. You can literally get away with assault tomorrow. I want to be on one of those viral videos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. <sighs> I'm going to sit at my house all day tomorrow and do nothing. I figured you'd have a sales push. Nah, I took tomorrow off, man. I got a yeah. boy. Yeah. And Christmas. And well, everybody's got Christmas right. off. Well, I just—I never know. They, they, don't, they don't—they don't—they don't pay us for Is it. Is this a three-day weekend for you? Do you get to enjoy an entire weekend of football? What do you think? No, no, correct. Okay, so I'll be hard at it Sunday. I'll be thinking of you. All right. What about you, Mister Brown? Anything fun? Uh, I'm just trying to get through tomorrow with at least as many calls as possible from uh, UPS. There you go. Well, we can always hope. All right, well, maybe we'll be back next week for uh, the uh, New Year's special. We'll see how it goes. But that has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy Christmas. Enjoy Festivus. Enjoy Hanukkah, whatever it is you do. And uh, Kwanzaa. We'll see you next week. Have a good one, guys. Bye-bye.